You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Hey friends, Dan Duvall here to tell you about something I am super excited about. The Bride Tribe Advance 2023, which we are going to be calling Revolution. Take your place in the kingdom. This is going to happen at the Royal Sinesta in Houston, in the Galleria area from November 9th through the 12th. At booking.bridemovement.com, you will be able to register for this event. And it links right from bridemovement.com. I know I don't always give announcements on this podcast for what's going on in the bride ministries world, but this is just too important, friends. It is going to be extraordinary. Every year that we do this advance, it is a move of God. It is a move of God. Last year, we had three hours of nonstop testimony after the event with a line that was still going and we just had to shut it down so we could tear it down. It was because God moves at these advances. And we don't want those of you that are part of our podcast family to miss out because you just didn't get the news booking.bridemovement.com. You can sign up. You will be able to get your hotel room. You'll also be able to get some information about the event itself, meet our speakers. It's going to be me, Todd Edwards, and also two of my favorite people from the other side of the world, Todd and Rachel Weatherly. And we are going to be uh, having an, an extraordinary time of family and fellowship, worship, and cutting edge revelation. So I want to invite you all booking.bridemovement.com. Now, in addition to that, Keep in mind, dandevall.com is the home of the Discovering Truth podcast. You can do a couple of things on that website. Number one, you can access our podcasts. Number two, you can purchase really cool merchandise like mugs and shirts. And uh, we have the whole Names of God series. A lot of people that watch church, they say, hey, where'd you get that really cool shirt with all the names of God? Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Gabor. Like, where is that sold? Dandeval.com, friends. And we it comes in robes for the ladies and handbags and all that cool stuff. And you, you can know that um, you are supporting this podcast when you buy and look highly fashionable in your new gear. We also have the ability to become a podcast patron for as little as $5 a month. And that comes with benefits. You get early access to these podcasts and a few other goodies. And so the last piece of news, as many of you know, Overcomer Accelerated is our offering to those that want to accelerate their healing journey. You can join in three ways. One, you can join just for the live components, which includes a live ministry demonstration with yours truly on a weekly basis, as well as book study. Uh, option number two includes over 100 hours of coursework online in, in addition to the live component. And, and the third way to join is with a coach. So you'll get the live ministry and and and, and the book study. You'll get uh, over a hundred hours of learning online. And you will also get eight hours of personalized one-on-one coaching with a trained coach every month that you stay enrolled. And so 
overcomeraccelerated.com. Check out the offer. And with that said, we're going to jump right into the podcast on the other side. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Those were your announcements. Well, friends, welcome back to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Today, I have a brand new friend to introduce you to. Some of you may be familiar with her from the numerous other appearances she's made on all kinds of programs from uh, Caravan to Midnight with John B. Wells to Alex Jones. Her name is Celeste Solomon. She is a researcher. And and let me tell you, friends, uh, this wonderful woman has done her homework she is an investigator author she has her own broadcast she uh, has a background in photojournalism medicine government and military you can check her out at celestialreport.com which does link to some of her other websites celeste welcome to discovering truth with dan duvall it's great to be here dan this is going to be a great conversation well even the fact that like we met and connected at this time the way we did is is, is is the Lord's got his signature on it. You know, God's doing something special in the earth right now. I mean, he always is, right? But I I really think that he is bringing a lot of things to light. I mean, he he is pushing onto the masses the reality. You know, they're doing UFO disclosure now. It's yeah, it's yeah. very much just like okay, we've been lying. And lying and lying. But now we'll just go ahead and admit we were. It's true. There's UFOs. We've been here talking about mind control, satanic ritual abuse now for years of private ministry. And, and you know what? The funny thing is, less and less people have a problem with it. It's And the Lord is pulling the veil back. The things that were done in darkness shall be shouted from the rooftops. There, there has been a lot of conversation that's been growing. It's with murmuring, but people are becoming aware. Like, no, this whole transhumanism, post-humanism agenda is very real, and 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 that's part of this campaign of the kingdom of darkness to produce a new world order in the earth. And and on that subject of changing what it means to be human, they're they're changing what it means to be a lot of things, like a potato yeah. <laughs> or a tomato. Yeah. Yeah. And and at the center of that, there's a subject called synthetic biology, which you are uh, pioneering research in not 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 to do research on the subject and produce technology, but to inform people, to educate people. And 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 for that reason, I'm very excited, Celeste. I'm very excited. I want to uh, begin by letting you explain to our audience that do not know you a little bit of your background and how you ended up with the brains to take on this challenge. Well, I think we're appointed by God and called by uh, by him, you know, and but it started very young. My dad was in naval uh, warfare and he sat me on his lap and he said, uh, the next genocide's going to happen on your watch. You need to be ready. And because we had all sorts of unique uh, people visit our home, like one day I come home and Jacques Cousteau's submarine is in our driveway. I learned to use chopsticks by Wally Shira, the astronaut, famous microbiologist, archaeologist coming in the late 50s, early 60s, saying um, we are bringing out advanced technology from ancient civilizations. Um, that really, I got the archaeology uh, bug and did do some archaeology over in Qumran. 
Israel. So then I just proceeded to get those skill sets that would be necessary. Um, in 1967, the Holy Spirit uh, visited me and he said, you will be martyred for my namesake. And I said, okay. But it seemed a very long ways away because we were, you know, pretty Christian at that point, you know, riding on the 50s, you know. Um, but I went into nursing and I didn't finish nursing because I have a child with a, a lot of birth defects. So I didn't want to do it 24-7. I did a stint in um, um, dentistry and then I went into environmental medicine and then the Holy Spirit said, okay, FEMA. <laughs> and I go, Lord, why are you taking me into the belly of the beast? People go, when did you wake up? You know, because they thought I went in uh, not aware. But he goes, I want you to get information out to my people. And so that's what I've been doing for decades is getting information out to the people in a biblical framework. So they can understand not only what the government's up to, the military's up to, um, science, medical is up to. But then I also focus on things because we can't always reside in the darkness. Um, you need to do your passion. And so I love organic farming. I used to have animals right now. I don't, but I'm hoping that the Lord is opening a door and that I can resume having animals again. And so that's kind of how I get here. I let I let the Holy Spirit tell me what he wants to go out to the people. So I do different webinars where I really go into the weeds and into the word. Um, it doesn't do me any good to just thrust out to you a bunch of doom and gloom. It's the end of the world. Here's the big problem if I don't have any solutions for it. And I believe this is my this is my core that every problem that we face and every solution is found in the word of God. Every single one. We just have to dig deep enough. And that is my job. And then I try and give it out to the public and then they can do their own deep dives. I am not one that has secret sources. I do keep a few uh, sources that I don't share. And that's because if they got too many hits, <laughs> I would lose that source, you know, because I like am on the radar. So and then this does come at a cost. And so people need to realize I've had uh, four assassination attempts on my life since 2020. Wow. So um, yeah, it's been interesting, but the Lord preserves you and I learned a long time ago, you know, don't focus on what you see in this physical realm. We have to keep our eye on the prize, on the finish line, and we just keep moving forward. Well, uh, let's start here. So syn synthetic genetics, synthetic biology. I was a microbiology major in college. I did research, Celeste, and I knew about synthetic DNA in 2005. Why? Because in biology research, at least what I was doing, uh, we would we would take like E. coli and we would cut them with 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 uh, certain chemical 
and 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 we would insert essentially a strip a strand of dna that would encode for a protein that we wanted to study and have the e coli produce a bunch of that protein so that we could take it and basically isolate it and study its functions this was essentially standard protocol right and and it's like oh okay yeah it's, you know go go to the fridge get the dna like it, so you you come into this world and you're like very innocent like oh yeah let's go into the refrigerator get the dna it sounds silly but this is you know so you get it you and you you know do the science and you put it in there um later on i thought about it and i'm like yeah they would just put literally an order in to a company they print yeah. that dna they put it in a little bottles that send it to us we put it in our fridge and we were putting it in the e coli like to study and 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 you extrapolate that i was like they've been printing dna for a very long time i mean this this is no surprise nothing new nothing fancy um what people need to realize is science is 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 decades if not centuries ahead of what the common man thinks is going on and um you know that, but that that was my introduction to synthetic DNA. Now I, I want to let you open this conversation up because this has far-reaching implications, and you have a whole lot of insight into maneuvers that the government has made, largely secretly, not always. Um, so, so walk us into this subject. What is your knowledge of this area? Well, so it it goes back to the uh, pretty much World War II. They really were ramping this up, but. The 60s were big. Uh, they laid a lot of research experiments in the 60s. But 1975 is when they held a conference in Asilomar, which is kind of near Monterey, California. And they made the decision, the policymakers, to genetically modify every man, woman, child, animal, plant, and all the microbes, all the bacteria, every single thing on planet Earth, they made that without their consent for the humans. Um, and then they proceeded to codify it so that it was legal. So much like the Holocaust, it, it was what they what Hitler did was perfectly legal. They have made it so it's perfectly legal. And the and the gray areas, what they do is they go in between two treaties, international treaties. They play the gray, as they say. Mm -hmm. And um, they're able to get away with it. And sometimes they're just downright brazen. Like I just, in my last module that went public yesterday, um, was from HDIAC. That is the Homeland Security Analysis Information Center. And it was actually the real state of the food supply, which is very, it was very alarming as it was because it showed all the pie charts and all this. And that is with manipulated statistics. And I was able to point out to people where the statistics were manipulated. But then they started talking about agroterrorism and their very definitions. They had three bullets on that. And they are the ones that are the agro-terrorists. They are turning our food into a weapon. And then when you consume it, your body becomes weaponized. And so then they, uh, then there was another, what, what was the other thing that they, oh, then they start talking about synthetic biology. And really the end goal for the food, at least, is they, DARPA had this 
project that they, I don't know if it was 10 or 15 years ago that they started working on. Have you heard about cornucopia food? Uh, I haven't heard enough to talk about it. Okay, so cornucopia food is is 3D printed from air, water, electricity with a few weaponized microbes for flavoring. It's less than one one thousandth of a calorie. That is why they are dismantling the food supply. I mean, that's why your shelves are bare. That's why they're liquidating the cattle, liquidating the pork, liquidating the chickens. You can't get milk. You can't get eggs. Um, and your vegetables, you get them at the store. They look really nice. You get them home and the next day they're a pile of mush. Um, this this is synthetic biology. In a nutshell, what synthetic biology, and I, you, I'm sure that you've probably covered it, but um, just in case you haven't, what it does is it takes the original design that God created for everything, no matter what it is, and it changes its function so that basically it is serving the green agenda the United Nations. Um, and that's a scary thought. So even if you don't believe in that ideology, they are literally through smart dust, nanoparticles and synthetic biology, putting it into your body and your body is changing. And one thing that I am just so grateful for this book, <laughs> because um we have to take authority over this technology. And you say, do I really have the authority once it's it's become one with me? Do I have the authority? Yes. Jesus Christ and Abba Father in heaven have they created everything. They have the authority to remove this technology, but it is incumbent on you to ask and to do spiritual warfare. Um, you know, against this technology that's trying to take over your body. And you have to, you can't just do it once. This is not a prayer you just read once and you're good to go till, till the day that you go home to be with the Lord. You, this is warfare. So you're going to constantly, I, I liken it to like um, fencing. So it's the enemy's sword is coming against you. You've got the Rima of God with when you use the rema of god with every de decision of faith or you know spiritual warfare prayer you are injuring that head of the beast that is talked about in revelation 13 you know because we're in this giant dueling match right now and that's why you have to know and yes there is a solution and the solution is let God take authority over it and rebuke it, renounce it, destroy it and crush it. And you can do it, even if it's infiltrated your body to the nth degree. But there will come a time, I am going to warn people that just as there were the 10 plagues in the book of Exodus, that Pharaoh in the beginning of those plagues, he could have changed his mind because what God was doing was actually coming against the gods of the world and the, the Egyptian gods to show that he was supreme. And Pharaoh could have let the children of Israel go. 
but he did he didn't do it through his decisions of faith so then towards the middle of the plagues the lord hardened his heart and we have to be careful because in synthetic biology it's this invisible battle so we don't see it you know it's not like it's here's the synthetic biology kmart blue light special you know there the devil is not going to announce to you and people go well he has to announce to me he does in subtle ways um he is telling you like for instance at the beginning of uh covid instead of people dropping to their knees and saying there's this unknown please protect me from this uh, they started putting on the masks, and if you do a biblical study on that, um, masks in the Bible were always associated with spiritual adultery and wickedness every mm. single time. And I said, I can't, I can't go down that path. And that was a revelation from God. And so then, then they said, Oh, we have to have the PCR test. We have to have the COVID shot. You know, but I, I can't see my grandchildren. I need it for my job. I gotta do, I gotta do it, gotta do it, gotta do it. Um, that's the time that we fall to our knees and say, protect me, Lord, from this unknown thing that's out there. Now we know it's a construct, a laboratory construct, or a holographic projection, which you address. Or, and if God forbid you take in a moment of weakness, you did take it while your heart is not hardened and God has not made that because there is a time when you take the mark that you will drink the cup of wrath of God. But if you repent now and, you know, you, you're talking, you say, I'm sorry, I just didn't know, or I got sucked in. We, we are frail humans, and our father knows that. He knows the only one perfect was his son. So he knows our frailties, and he wants everyone to be saved. But it's incumbent on you when you make a mistake to, to, to come to your father in heaven. Well, and, and, you know, one of the things, Celeste, that I, I love to tell people, I put on this 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 mug here that I'm drinking out of. Today's a good day to give the devil a bad day. That's a choice. Yes, that's a choice. I, I live by that. Now, you, we 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 could wake up and handle our our challenges in all kinds of different. Now, this is the the thing you know, and you're opening up a, a, a number of conversations. I want to I want to explore here because okay, okay synthetic biology like th this is an agenda they they are wow yeah. right trying yeah. to rewrite all kinds of stuff from our food printed food you know the the thing you said about printed food is so interesting because i don't know if you know the gentleman tony rodrigues but i had him on my podcast several times and he 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 went to uh the secret space program he was on mars he was on the moon he was also on um serious colony that's the title of his book. And um, he was basically with a company of people that they, they were on a retrofitted U-boat that would run missions because uh, they, they were using it as a spaceship. And so he was in there. And, and so he said, you know, how, you know, people ask, how did you get food when you're like outer space in one of these projects? And he said, they, they just printed it. They, they had a little, it looked like mm -hmm. a microwave or something. You'd push a button and 
you know, mm-hmm. the food would yeah. be a little slimy and gross, but it just, you know, you come out and you have, and, and you eat it and some, some dishes were better than others. It, it, it sounds like very far away, like, wow, who could print and then, but you're just sitting here talking about how this is a DARPA project present time. Yeah, of course it is. Um, the, the, I think, and I don't know how much you are aware of the, the, the different ingredients of the, the, the vaccine, since you oh, went to yeah. COVID, <laughs> oh, I do yeah. want to talk a little bit about it specifically. And, and I want to talk about graphene oxide, if you okay. have knowledge of that and what it oh, really yeah. does. Oh, it has quantum effects. Um, it has, it interfaces with witchcraft. It can go be invisible. It can manifest. So you're kind of almost dealing with an almost a holography. I am not altogether not convinced that okay so to put it in simple terms <laughs> i'm trying uh so you know when you write somebody an email and you want it to have an expiration date you say okay i'm sending this email but i want it to expire in a week so the person receives it and then if they don't get to their email they may never see it or you read it and then you go back and you go uh what happened to that email so much in the same way um the this is how synthetic biology might be working, that they did this holographic projection that manifested. Um, and that's why like Dr. Carrie Madej saw hydras and all sorts of things that there's patents on. And the graphene plays into that. Um, and it, the graphene is track and trace. But then all of a sudden for the last year, they said, there's doctors that say we don't see anything in there. I think it was a holographic projection that manifested in the physical and then had an expiration date. So to keep people off guard, you know, they don't know what to make of it. So now you've got some people that say there's hydras and graphene and this and that in it. And you've got other people that say there's nothing in there. There's just plain nothing in there. And then there's the camp that says it was all just a psyop and you have the psyop factor as well, um, because this construct of SARS-CoV-2 was designed as a neural weapon and it was designed to disable the, the mind first and then the body. And so, and then, I don't know if you follow Dr. James Giordano, I call him Dr. Evil. You can follow him on YouTube, although now that everything is very operational, he's very scarce, but you can still find a few of his videos there. Um, he was saying that at military conferences for years that we were all laced with certain chemicals. And now I'm realizing that those were the foundation or the substrate for this synthetic biology that was going to be put on top of it. Can I, can I? uh go into nano go uh, there please okay we're already not posting this to youtube it's too hot we're going straight (laughs) to rumble at all the podcast channels go there please okay so i was actually at a friend visiting this is like six years ago or so and in one of the journals that was talking about the nano sapphire cubes and i go oh 
biomimicry at it again. So I'll give you the backstory. So in Exodus, um, if I'm preaching too much, just let me know. Um, it, it, it says in Exodus that under the throne of God is, uh, is sapphire. And that's in the in the Torah or the Bible. And so the if you have the book set called Legends of the Jews, it's a seven. It's very good. Um, it talks about I know we all love the Ten Commandments and Charleston Heston coming down with the big granite slabs from, you know, Mount Sinai. But in Jewish tradition, Moses actually had two sapphire cubes and the writing was inside so that Moses wasn't like inscribing. It wasn't like modern day graffiti on the outside. It was a supernatural event that happened that God put it in there at formation, um, these 10 commandments and that he carried them down. So then fast forward to today with synthetic biology. And you asked about one of the, the we're talking about components of the vaccine, they are put sapphire nanocubes. <clears throat> what is a sapphire nanocube? It has this substrate or a foundation, just like you would build a house or a foundation for anything, a business, whatever. It has a foundation. <clears throat> Sorry, allergy season. Then they use something um, called nanolithography. And that's writing and it's secret writing. And I'll get to that in a minute. So it's secret writing using the graphene or hydrogel, hydrogel, graphene, quantum dot, they, they're pretty much the same. And, you know, just like the artists in the medieval times, like Michelangelo, all the famous ones, they'd like hide their name in it or they put their face in, in it, you know, in their artwork. And it was kind of their signature. Well, the modern day techno sorcerers are doing the same thing, only I firmly believe, given what we uncovered in 2005 and 2006, that what they're actually writing is a transfer of ownership from God to the satanic realm or a, a, a chain of custody, like we're transferring chain of custody. You can look at it either way. And then what they do on top of this writing so that it remains secret and proprietary is they put encryption on top of it. And then they put these nano sapphire cubes into the, um, it, it, does, it could be the SARS, the COVID injections. It could be any injection that you get or therapeutic at this point. So, um, I, I I was absolutely convinced that the COVID vaccines and all their boosters was was a, a type of terraforming, yes, human people for onboarding further technologies. Like I, I that, that's my uh, I don't know opinion, um, <clears throat> but it's got its consequences. Jamie Foxx has recently become a major figurehead for the anti-vax movement. Um, apparently, allegedly, he had a stroke. It's caused some debilitating effects. Uh, have you followed that story at all? Yeah, a little bit. Not in depth, but yes, a little bit. 
but that's the consequence that's uh, it, very public facing so many people have had these consequences because I don't think as you know most thinking people should that we were designed to be altered um, by technology on a physiological right. right biochemical genetic level now that doesn't stop these evil people from doing their best do you believe that they are able to print humans at this point and put them in open society? Um, so I have a little bit different take on that. Um, it Talk could maybe it. It, it could maybe fit in. So a lot of the technology with with which we're talking about what they're doing is taking god's original creation breaking all matter down to its atomic or molecular form and then the evil people are re-engineering it into something else that god never created devoid of god um satan wants his own kingdom he's always lusted after the throne of creator god and so now he's setting up his, he's setting up camp, basically. So I was at, when the army did their unveiling of their transhuman, humanist agenda, I was, I was there and they actually talked about that they had the technology to take a cadre of soldiers, break them down to their atomic level, and it could either go through your wires or they could transport it just like on Star Trek. And it they could reassemble them in your bedroom, your living room, wherever. Um, I don't know if that's exactly 3D printed, um, but I think that that's in a way what we're talking in a way what we're talking about. Another th factor that we have to look at is that they are using a process called cavitation with the direct energy weapons. And basically they're gutting you like a fish or an animal that has been hunted. And they're stuffing you with soft robotics, operating systems, all this synthetic stuff. And, at, and what happens is as that takes over your body, your biological self withers and dies. And, you know, you can do worse studies on this in the scripture, like it harvests your moisture and it harvests your nutrition. And people ask me all the time, if the grave goes down, does that mean all the technology is dead in the water? I say no, because it's harvesting your energy, your life force or the environment's life force. So we were, you were talking about how this project you actually became aware of, we're literally saying we can break our soldiers down to the atomic level, send them through some wires and reassemble them in a person's room. Uh, teleportation. Yep. Yep. And wow. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then through cavitation, they're making us a shell. For to be habitat for habitation for demons, interdimensional beings, uh, disembodied spirits. That is the end goal. So <clears throat> the soft robotics and all that stuff is is destroying the human part of us, where we just become a shell. We just become a cup or a vessel, 
and um, anything demonic as they open these demonic portals. And if you don't push back and say no, then you're filled up with this um, evil and wickedness, which is we really are seeing people um, that are that way. They do have synthetic humanoids. That's, you know, all the elite like Bill Gates and stuff believe that they're going to be uploaded their consciousness and all that kind of stuff into the synthetic life form or uh, silicon life form because they hate carbon life forms and that they'll live forever. And so, so I'm going to share two stories with you and then I'm going to let you respond. Okay. So it's just interesting how we connect. I mean, the funniest thing is, right. I send you an email. I'm like, Hey, I'd really like to get <clears throat> Celeste on our podcast. And I get a phone come from you and like, I just ordered your books. It's just like, okay, Lord, what are you doing here? But you know, we, we, we're, we're looking at some things, right. But I, I end up getting sucked into this world from a completely different like vantage point where I'm sitting down with people, Celeste. And I am sorting out the strangest spiritual, genetic, physiological bondages. And once upon a time, you know, people thought deliverance was, okay, get out in the name of Jesus. So you cast the demons out and the person is, you know, able to get saved or healed or whatever it is. That's kind of what Jesus is demonstrating in the Bible. In a lot of cases, just sending them out of the body. Um. But what we've found is that deliverance ministry in the world we live in, which is actually hundreds of years beyond what we were told or told to believe mm. it is, uh, the deliverance isn't just so simple. I mean, a lot of people have DNA that has been modified. They don't know it. Uploaded with uh, all kinds of technologies and, and tracking devices. And some of it has come through vaccines. Some of it has come through abduction experiences, deep underground military base projects like MKUltra and all their derivatives mind control, where, where the government is very much involved, investing millions of dollars into some of the people I've sat down with to put all the technology where it needs to be, the programming. So this is my world. And I've sat down with some very interesting situations. And one of them played out like this. I, I did a series of sit downs with a person and, 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 and DID, dissociative identity disorder, it, it, it it is the presence of two or more distinct personality states in an individual. And when I'm sitting down with these people, the personalities will sometimes rotate to the front mm -hmm. and they'll be different. Some are five, some are 15, some may be 50. And depending on the level of dissociation, they may switch really fast and mm -hmm. they just coming up and down. And the more disorganization there is, the faster and more disorganized that can be to the point you I'll be talking to someone that's five and then someone that's 30 and someone that's 15 within a 30 second window. It's just boom, boom, boom. And I was working with someone who, who was quite disorganized, very, very much lots of parts. And it was not just that they were rotating to the service. It's almost like they were getting pulled in and out of the body. It was very hectic and not to mention all the demonic as well. And at a certain point I stopped. And I had one of the pieces of the humanity at the surface that I was talking to. And I said, I'm going to ask you a question. So is this the original body? Because it didn't seem like there was any authority, like th that the physical body was not an anchor point. And, and it said, no. Said, oh, interesting. Where is the original body? It's on ice in Antarctica. Hmm. I'm just going to park that there. Uh, a second story. 
Actually, no, no second story. <laughs> Tell me, <laughs> what do you think? I, I, I concur. I concur. Yeah. And especially after um, 2020, um, when this whole thing escalated, you know, they want all humans created in the divine image of God, not to mention all biological life, all wrapped up and depopulated by 2025. And they are bringing on the new humans, which they they say is are entering into our world from vaccinated parents. Um, and they are going to be the new super soldiers of 2050. So the military is pretty... I, I, so yeah, and I I've seen this switching um, of the dis, dis, disassociative, um, especially since 2020. Uh, I think it was there were psyops, there were propaganda, there was witchcraft, there were was were the chemicals, there was the isolation. And it caused trauma. And, you know, don't forget Americans at the up until this point, yes, there were experimentations. I've been covering it for decades, but the average American was living the dream. America was prosperous. Um, you went to church and you thought, you know, I'm safe in the church. I'm safe in my church community, my Bible study. Uh, the enemy can't touch me. And that was deception. That was deception um, because the enemy can, I mean, that's his job, you know, to get you into his camp. And so he's, and when you're over the target, as they say, you know, you're going to get hit. So I, I truly believe that, that that was accurate in what you're seeing. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised. There's weird stuff that goes down in, in Antarctica. So. On that subject, are you personally aware of any weird stuff in Antarctica? The only thing, the only thing that I am aware of is that my family was friends with a microbiologist that who dealt in synthetic biology and other types of biological experiments. Uh, his name was Roman Vishniak, and. His son went down to Antarctica and he was killed on his 50th birthday down there. And he was more than likely carrying on his dad's work. Um, so that made me, it was like red flag, red flag, you know. So that's, that's all I know. I mean, there's people that speculate. There's people that, I mean, when you get all these leaders that go down there, you've got technology sightings. We can't go there. If you and I wanted to go to Antarctica, we couldn't get there. So there's a reason for that, you know? So um, we can only speculate the degree of what is going on down there. So, so let's move this conversation to nanotechnology as a broad scope subject. What is it and what concerns you about the direction certain minds are taking it? Well, one, that it can take over your body. What is it? It is little type 
like you're talking the nano and molecular level can be operate putting in um operating systems scaffolds in your body it's basically rewiring you, you it is taking you from a human created in the divine image to a bio hybrid in this process which they um call um tr transform transformation and then finally into a synth where you are nothing but the shell and you're totally synthetic um that is what and what scares me the most with nanotechnology is it's ubiquitous it is now in the air it's in all of our food it's in the water um we can't get away from it so and we have to eat drink and breathe and people because it's so small i mean if they saw someone coming at them with a weapon they would probably defend themselves more than likely but when it's this little tiny tiny thing that's invisible you know i got to do the laundry today i've got a business meeting i got to go to the grocery store the kids need to go to soccer um i've got bible study i don't have time to worry about this invisible battle that doesn't mean the battle isn't real and it's not like it's changing their life it's changing the fabric of our culture society interaction with one another and it's changing you inside your function is being changed and quite frankly we're in a war for humanity and we have to fight to keep that spiritual inheritance that we have been blessed with we have to fight for it and it that might be a moment by moment um we can choose the different foods we eat and the different products we buy we don't have to buy in no we're not going to be we can't live in a bubble that's going to protect us from this except in the spirit and that's where our refuge is psalm 91 the blood of jesus jesus tells us how do we overcome in this day um the blood of the lamb his testimony in our life that we are that we are living and following our master because we can't have two masters and that we love not our life and to death and that may mean i don't run to the hospital when i get sick i call out to the living god and if he says no it's your time to go like my husband was killed 7 years ago and i had to wrestle with bowing to the sovereignty of the holy one the true judge you know i i i had no choice you know as as humans we like to bar, bar, uh, bargain with god or throw a temper tantrum or stand or tell god what you know what we want and this is the way it's going to be but with death you can't do that it's final god has made his decision he knew from the foundation of the earth that that's when david would, was going to go and we have no choice but deal with it and so we so That's... with that with that said you uh brought up a subject and I, i've been wanting to have an honest conversation about this with someone for a while i think all right nanotechnology is in the water it's in mm -hmm. food it's mm -hmm. in the air yes 
not only is nanotechnology in the water and food in the air, but, be, but by virtue of the fact that nanotechnology is essentially an army of tiny robots, programmable yes. yep. forms, biological at times, sometimes it was biological robots. Um, mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence is therefore in the air, in the water, in the plants. But now for some people, this is a big stretch. It was for me for a long time. And, and, you know, I've, I mean, whether it's people that have come across my desk who have muscle tested this or whether we've just, you know, come across it with the Holy ghost and prayer sessions and stuff like it's checking out. It's like, no, there is this problem. Our whole world is being infiltrated by nanotechnology and artificial intelligence. It's like in all these things, but what's the delivery vector. And, and that's where I think uh, I, I still have some questions, right? I'm, I am trying to figure out, all right, well, if, if this is true, how, how did it get there and how did it get to be so uh, widespread as a problem? And I don't know if you have any technical answers to that question, but I really am hoping you might. Okay, so I'll rephrase it again. So the rephrasing can... of the question is, how did they get the nanotechnology in the water, the air, and the food? Physically or, or agenda-wise. So physically in 2021, they aerosolized it all. So it's in the air. In 2021, the World Economic Forum said in January, we are going to put the platforms, and there's many different platforms, but besides Pfizer and Moderna, I mean, I did this whole thing. I looked at 60 out of 600 vaccines. I deep did a deep dive into all of them. What exactly is in all these vaccines? But it's in therapeutics too. And now it's in food because basically a delivery system is to put, it could be a toxin, it, a poison, it could be a spirit, it could be explosive, it could be a prion, it could be anything in these constructs that they, they've released. And they are, it's, it, so at the end of 2021, they announced that that was complete, that these platforms were in every single bit of the commercial food supply. So yes, you have a chance uh, to grow your own food, but it's still, you're going to have to water it. It's in the air, unless you get a completely like a greenhouse that has its own filtration system for water and air. Um, it's not going to work. I'm, you know, you're going to have some contamination there. Then after that announcement, they said, okay, on the war on plastics, what we're going to do is we're going to filter all the water now through these hydrogel membranes and then um but the yeah it'll take out the microplastics but the bad news is it's going to leach out hydrogel into the water system and so then that gets into you and with all darpa projects it takes over your body uh slowly it it feasts on your life force it it literally in your brain it it coats every nook and cranny and crevice of your body until you actually got perish from it, from one thing or another. So that's how they're, that's the physical part of it, how they 
they are determined. They knew that people did not want to get injections. <laughs> Nobody likes a shot. Do you remember when you were a kid? I don't know if you had any shots, but when I was little, you know, it was it was the 50s, you know, and the polio thing. So you got your polio shot and you had to dutifully line up and we're all screaming, you know, like it's the end of the world. <laughs> Uh, you, you got it. And so they said, we're not going to do that because that's a barrier to getting this inside the body. So what they have done is they have developed some, a whole list of things. And if you want to check it out, there's this really great, I don't, are you aware of the, a blueprint for biodefense no. document. So that's a blueprint for biodefense. Um, it's, you can get it PDF. It was 2015. Then they, they, they followed the next document was the Apollo program for biodefense. And it is very much the moonshot approach. It's what they use for NASA. And that is what they were going to do to how to get this stuff inside of us. And then let not this April, but a year ago, April, so April 22, was the Athena Agenda. You got to take a look at that. The Athena Agenda. Look and at then... that. Look at that owl. It wow. really reminds me of, of the um, owl. This is a techno, a techno. Um, bohemian grove owl you know they worship owls mm -hmm. and in here <clears throat> there is a info info thing um in about all the ways that they're going to get into your body i wish i knew which page it was but it's kind of like halfway through maybe let's see advancing do, 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 do. It's needleless. If you can look up needleless, I don't know. Oh, needle free on page 27. 27. If you just go to page 27. Okay, scroll down. So these are the different ways in this uh, right there. So they're going to through your uh, anything that goes into your nose, nose drop sprays, any tablets or capsules that is over-the-counter drugs or supplements because in the NASA Strategic Warfare 2025, they said that your supplements have been turned into a binary weapon, transdermal um, through microjets um, and sonoporation. Of course, the famous Gates patch, needle patch, ocular, your eye drops, now, these are what I'm saying is these are all how they get the nanoparticles in. And it's the drug delivery system that works with the witchcraft uh, contact lenses. And most people don't think they're asthma inhalers and nebulizers as well, as well as your food, your air and your water. So just take note, everyone. And you can go to this um, Athena report yourself and look look at it this was the recent one i don't know if there's one for this year i haven't checked there it is in plain english yeah very easy to understand wow. <laughs> so all right this, the, 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 thank you for bringing all of that up the, the 
the fact of the matter is these evil people are trying to terraform the planet and you mm-hmm. and I in the process. But this, um, these agendas are, are, are very, very layered. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know, but I'm going to just ask, uh, how, how, how far have you personally gone into the subject of xenobiology? <laughs> I laugh. Uh, because, <clears throat> um, so I am going to be very transparent here. And so I was born without a major part of my immune system. And most of the people die before they're two years old of infection. Um, because you need the immune system to fight off all sorts of nasty things. And so they didn't know that because, of course, genetics wasn't discussed in the 50s. You know, it wasn't cutting edge technology back then. I mean, it was for researchers and scientists, but not for the average person. And so I had a sinus infection that didn't get, you know, it, it, it was having issues. Um, I had three surgeries. And after the third one, um, my doctor, my immunologist said, this is back when I did the medical thing. I don't no longer do the medical thing. He said, I don't care what you have to do. I lived on a mountain and there were two, there was two feet of snow on the ground. He goes, I want you to go to the, the clinic in town and get your blood drawn. I just came back from a, a conference. So at great, you know, holding my breath and uh, praying down the hill, I I go into the room and the person drawing the blood comes in with a hazmat suit because they didn't know what they were dealing with. So they come in and like full respirator, the whole 10 yards looks like they're on the moon, you know, and they draw my blood and I go, this isn't very good. So the first thing it came back that I had this, this immune deficiency. So then they said, okay, we want you to go live in a bubble. And I said, no, the Lord hasn't called me to go live in a bubble. <laughs> and then he, then, then they said, well, we want you to get a port in you. And we want you to just carry around a bag of antibiotics everywhere. Well, all that does is create superbugs. <clears throat> so I said, no, the Lord hasn't called me to get a port. Their last, I'm going to say this sarcastically benevolent offer was for me to go to Duke University. This is the mid-1990s to mix my genes with pig genes. Well, because I'm a student of the Bible and it says don't mix the kinds, especially at the DNA level. I said, no, if I perish, I perish. Um, So yes, I am familiar with xeno um, transplantation, xenobiology, that the original SARS construct was actually seven pathogens, seven <clears throat> different animals, seven surprises plus the payload. So basically it is to, oh, we, but this leads to another topic. This is the problem. This is a like wrestling a bear. So back the linear, so life has always been classified by the linear system. Okay. Since ancient times. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the powers that be knew that they were going to 
they wanted to do this experimentation. They, since Dr. Mengele, they've just been chomping at the bit. And <clears throat> they also knew that we were entering the sixth extinction level event. So that's a cyclical thing in the heavens and God and the cycles of time and all that. That would give them cover. And so it was plausible deniability. So they could conduct the experiments and nobody be able to point the finger at them. You know, is it the sixth extinction level event? Is it, is it their experiments? And what they did is they decided to make this new classification of life. Mm. And it's called the Philo Code, P-H-Y-L-O-C-O-D-E. They worked on it for 10 years. Guess when it was approved? It was approved in 2019. And oh. guess what? The first construct life form was released in 2019. And that was the SARS-CoV-2. Wow. Um, so it was the first one that was deployed. I mean, yes, they had small experiments in labs and localized e e experiments. Um, but in that construct were seven different animals. And of course, then they could say, oh, it came from the wet market and it's zoonotic. And if you've studied One Health or precision medicine, it's all about zoonotic transmission and it jumps between your dog and cat and Basically, it's to instill fear in you. I, I can't trust my food. I can't trust my dog or cat. The only thing I can trust is the government and the medical field. I mean, that is what we're getting whittled down to. And nobody wants to talk on a biblical or rational level because we've pretty much been dumbed down with the neurological lack of stimulus in our brain. And there's actually a thing about that in a military uh, document that I got, as well as um, this mixing. So in the end, this phylo code. So traditionally in the linear system, a human was a human, a dog was a dog, a cat was a cat, a you know, a tomato plant was a tomato plant. But in the new phylo code, it goes by clades. So we've been put in with dinosaurs, tetrapods, birds, and humans. And so they knew they were going to mix up our genes. And then they're going to look at you and they say, they, well, doctor, or he's not a doctor. Bruce Lipton has been a real proponent of it for a long time, um, that you're not really human. I mean, you don't have very many human cells. You're just this big community of foreign cells and i mean of course he's not a believer and it's evolutionary this synthetic biology is evolutionary and it's directed evolution and experimental evolution and if you don't believe me you can look it up i mean you're gonna your browser will go bonkers on it and it's crossing the species. And then, then we have to ask the questions. There's moral, ethical, spiritual questions. What does it mean to be human? And especially as they're moving us, the, so they're moving us from the divine image of God to the bio hybrid, and then finally to the synthetic entity where it's, there's no human left at all. It's just this shell. And that's actually that disassociative 
that might be where those people are because they have completely gutted them through the cavitation process. Well, it gets pretty darn fancy. Um, and uh, as with everything, it's not black, white. It's a continuum where you have mm -hmm. one end of the spectrum, another end of the spectrum, less severe, yeah. more severe. Yeah. I, uh, um, so, so, so this is so interesting. And, you know, I have a few thoughts on this because when, when we begin to talk about this subject, what does it mean to be human? You know, one of the things that's inherent to humanity is image of God, right? At least as yeah. believers, we believe that we are created in the image of God. And that image was marred when Adam sinned and death yeah. entered, right? So we still have a semblance of it, but it's different. Adam in the garden looked like God. He, he was the God man, the high priest and king. And he lost that. Right. And, and so we, we um, have as humans consciousness, that's a big one, which is, which is self-awareness. I am, I, I exist. I feel we have sentience, emotional capacity. Interestingly enough, artificial intelligence is gaining all of these qualities. Yes, yeah. And you have a, a situation now where I, I think most, at least my audience, can, can embrace the reality of clones. Um, mm -hmm. Not only do they clone physical bodies, they clone soul parts, which has created some... We have prayers for all this stuff, by the way, Celeste. I mean, it's, this is like... so. So it's like they're engineering changes in humanity on different levels, like the physical level, yes, yes but also yes. the soul level. And the DNA crosses realms, like the DNA, uh, uh, it, it, it characterizes elements of the soul and the spirit. It also carries the iniquity, which, which is a genetic issue, uh, which is one of the scary things. Because if you put technology in a you know parental generation that changes their DNA, then it changes the seed. And so the next generation out is ch changed. They're, they're, they're tainted. The same, this is, then this was one of the keys that I got, right? The same way that you have generational iniquity on like alcoholism, right? Granddaddy was an alcoholic. Daddy was an alcoholic. Now you got the son, son's an alcoholic. And it's like, it doesn't take anything. It takes one taste, boom, alcoholic. Next person down the line, they could drink for a year straight and stop, no problem. And it's a genetic bondage and yeah, demons attached to it, whatever. But that's like iniquity. They know that. But if you engineer changes to the DNA, you can engineer like changes that track through the generations, which means they're, they, they're setting things up in parental generations for future generations to easily, and, and I think much more easily interface with new world order technologies. And, and, and not just like hard, like line, like, you know, uh, cords and cables and wires and chips. Um, my assessment is we're talking frequency technologies yeah. and I, I don't think, and I, and I don't know if you can speak to this much because I kind of went on a few trails of thought in that statement, but, but, you know, when we talk about interfacing with technologies or becoming a, a platform that is empowered to do that through delivery mechanisms like inhalers and vaccine shots and all of this stuff. So we're being reformatted. Um, I, I don't think that people really understand the power of frequency technologies and the reason for the grids that they're building, like the real reason behind the 
the 5G grid infrastructure and the technologies that are going to follow up 6G, 7G, and what that's going to be capable of doing. Um, and how that frequency can interface with DNA or modified DNA. So I'm going to park it there. I don't know if you have some mm -hmm. comment. Oh, you do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to hear them, please. Okay. So back into the, we're going to go back to 2019, another pivotal year. And if you remember, there were terrible, terrible uh, Australian wildfires. So the United States sent a Boeing autonomous jet, maybe several, I don't know how many, but I know at least one. That was made of graphene. It could go invisible. I mean, it could be invisible because it would match the sky or the clouds like camo or just be invisible. Um, it had payload capacity. It was autonomous. There was no human in that jet. And they send it over. I thought, well, that's really strange that they send a modern jet with payload capacity over to the Australian wildfires. I go, I'm on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what's going on. And then I find out that it has three pieces of equipment. This is all going to make sense. So it had direct energy weapons. It had a program called Geomancer, and it had a program called Spellbook. And so what it did is it broadcast spells and curses upon the people and the lands of Australia. And if you remember, Australia was one of the most tyrannical lockdowns ever. Their leadership just went. Oh, I know. And so what happened when the witchcraft was projected down, it mixed with the indigenous people that, that engage in witchcraft. And it mixed and it created this perfect storm. Now, what was the name of this jet? It was called the Valkyrie. Um, in Norse, that means chooser of the slain. Do you know what Remdesivir's original name was? Valkyrie. Of course. Yeah. So now you go, but that was the wildflower, or wildflowers, um, in my dreams. Uh, the wildfires over in 2019 in Australia. Now we have Ouija and Astarte. Uh, these are DARPA, very low orbiting satellites with the same equipment. They have direct energy weapons. What is a direct energy weapon? It can be ultrasound. It can be uh, pulsed EMF. It can be millimeter. It can be microwave. It can be laser. It can be a combination of any of them, or it can be all of them. And also it has Geomancer and Spellbook. So now the whole world is getting blanketed with witchcraft. So people are saying, I just feel like I'm under so much more severe spiritual attack recently, believers. And that's why, because we're getting constantly bombarded by this witchcraft from frequency, you know, they're projecting it down via frequency upon all of the peoples and all of the lands on planet Earth. 
And it's a very serious situation. DARPA is deploying about four different projects uh, a week. And I haven't even been there because I've been in my little synthetic biology uh, bubble uh, for the last few weeks. But um, they all have to do with witchcraft. They even were changing the Schumann resonance. Are you familiar with the Schumann resonance? So that's what, when you go outside and you barefoot in the grass or the sand on the beach or whatever, you just feel at peace. You feel well-being. Even if you're stressed, you feel happy because you're grounded. Well, this all this Ouija and the other very low orbiting satellites, they have ground truthing. So they go deep into the earth and they're changing the frequency of the earth. So how does this apply to you and me? So they're changing. They're also manipulating and twisting and bending the ionosphere kind of like the Star Wars project, but they're also changing the frequency that mankind has always used for well-being and health and, you know, just this peace, you know. And then chaotically, we've got the whole news and the frequencies and the 5G and the 6G on the terrestrial planet. So we are just literally getting hammered. The good news, I always like to bring it back to a little bit of good news, is that if you really looked at everything that was arrayed against you, it's like hundreds of levels deep and all the frequencies and weapons. And you're alive. You woke up today. Yeah, you might have some aches and pains. Maybe you're like in a teary mood or you know, you feel some spiritual warfare, whatever, but you are alive despite the enemy's greatest weapons being aimed at you, especially as a believer in Jesus Christ. All of humanity is getting it, but especially the believer in or follower of Jesus Christ. So it's, that's a little bit of good news in, in amongst the, we're getting bombarded by witchcraft that we have to deal with. You know, no longer. I mean, we as Americans, we tend to think, oh, witchcraft is in Jamaica or uh -huh. Africa. We don't have to deal with it in America, you know. <laughs> but we do. We do. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I laugh at these people that um, have just that level of ignorance. You know, in fact, America has uh, quite highly refined because a witchcraft, because our, our witchcraft is underwritten by large black budgets in our government. Like our witchcraft yeah. is a whole other level of blending between sorcery and science. Yes. And, and, yeah. You know, I mean, Celeste, that's actually uh, one of the things that comes out when you study, when you really study Kabbalah, which is one of the belief systems of magic utilized by the Illuminati and the high levels of Freemasonry and other groups. Um, and it's just some interesting connections that you just run into as as you do research. Like in Kabbalah, they believe that the uh, the Leviathan, the serpent of the garden is a messianic figure. It's just part of their doctrine. And his job at the end of the age, which is now, is to ascend and help mankind engineer its own redemption through the blending of science and mysticism. That's 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 what the serpent is here to do, and 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 they believe that's a good thing. Um, of course, that's why you have a new world order building all these technologies with the help of demonic 
downloads and intelligence from you know ancient ancient fallen angelic beings and so forth but then um at the same time you know you have things like 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 hermetic magic that leans heavily into some of these occult systems um including initiations to cross the veil and deal in an ungodly way with like the elemental kingdom and so forth uh one of the things that's derived from hermetic magic is the uh, caduceus um which is also in ancient india and that and that obviously has become our symbol for for the medical industry and um they borrow a lot on principles of alchemy which yes. is the ancient form of what became chemistry uh, but the the underwriting and not to say that science can't in some ways be separated from occult foundations uh, but there's a lot of occult in our medical system that is literally partnering to build this technology into people. I mean, I, I remember I was so upset and this was before I knew about vaccines. So I, I was one of the kids, like I got every shot because we had no idea. It's like, oh yeah, this is what you do to make your kid healthy. And for the most part, I, I don't know how much I've been affected by it, but I'm in my late thirties and and uh, but at a certain point, I decided I was going to go to Rwanda in 2013. So I went to a doctor because I had to get the yellow fever shot. And mm -hmm. he just said, you know, um, this is going to be free because of your insurance. So don't worry about it. And he just jabbed me with the flu shot. Didn't even ask. I mean, it was just like. And I was like, I didn't want that, but just right in there. And. It, like from his perspective, it's like, I better get this flu shot in there because I'm going to get a paycheck. Mm -hmm. so i'm incentivized like this is that demonic like stuff and i i do remember this very clearly like that flu shot my head my my thinking like everything got fuzzy for like a month afterwards it was like no this wasn't the way my brain used to feel or work and and i i literally dealt with it for like a month and then it started to fade after that and um yeah i prayed into it i didn't even know what to do but uh I want to ask you this question: where, uh, where, 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 where do you see people needing to draw boundaries when it comes to their engagement with the medical field in in light of the synthetic biology and some of the the threats that are coming through this these gates? So, other than tomorrow, where I do have to get an X ray of my ankle, which I might have fractured, but other than that, I have had five rounds of COVID, and I treated them at home. And I do not go, and I had pneumonia and I don't have the immune system, um, but I treated it at home. And I, if I have a heart attack, God forbid, or a stroke or God forbid, or anything like that, um, I'm not going and I'm not going to the hospital. I will go get this x-ray and that's it. I don't want anything that they have to offer. I just want to know if I have a fracture in there, because then I can come home and I have what I need to deal with it here. But I don't, you know, um, so yeah. other, other than that, and I'm older, you know, um, I'm older. So that's my line in the sand. I My recommendation is not to go near anything. I had a lady, one of my followers in Spain contact me after she had had some dental work and she was very savvy. She brought the, took the vial from the Novocaine um, she, because she needed some dental work and 
she sent it to a lab in France and one other place. Maybe it was Spain. I thought it was two different countries, but it's been a while. And it came back that it was highly contaminated with hydras and graphene and heavy metals and all sorts of stuff that the guy didn't even realize. And so you can't even have a dental procedure. And people think, oh, it's over the counter. It's safe. No, I make all my products. I make my own laundry soap. I make my own beauty stuff. Ah, you um, really? Yeah, yeah. So here's my dream cream. And, um, you know, I take this, I make my own shampoo bar because, so I'm getting this webinar together. And sometimes you just have to laugh. <laughs> I mean, and I'm pretty savvy and I'm aware of everything. And I'm going down the technology that I'm going to be describing to people. And I find out that in 2008, they deployed the hair bot. And what was the, in the shampoo, in the commercial shampoo? What was the, what was the purpose of this hair bot? It cleaved to your hair. It was a robot, nano robot, nanobot. And it, sucked out pollutants from the atmosphere terraforming in other words you became part of a terraforming machine your hair when you used commercial shampoo products and yeah. i didn't know Gosh. and thank thank god i made my own shampoo bar so i didn't have any idea that this even was a thing but it is you can look it up you can look uh. up the hair bot Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so one thing we didn't talk about that I wanted to kind of mention. So like a couple of winters ago, Homeland uh, had a YouTube webinar. Well, it was, they did it on another platform, but it was, it went up on YouTube. It's called Biostasis. And in that webinar, they talked about mixing, um, tartigrades and or the resurrection plant and, or the spiny mouse with humans and what is the goal of that it was and especially in light of biostasis biostasis is kind of putting you asleep so that they can supposedly go to the stars and so when so the tartigrades are called little water bears and they live in a, in hostile terrains they don't really need much air and they don't need much water. So, and also with the resurrection plant. So what they're doing when they're genetically modifying us in this directed evolution experiment is creating us to not need the breath of life that God gives us. And um, so, and not to use water and he is the living water. So they're basically, cre and then the spiny mouse, uh, for some people, they get the spiny mouse and the spiny mouse is so that you can do organs on demand. <laughs> you know, you can just do multiple organs. Now, are these organs for yourself or are these organs for the powers that be? I don't know. Um, but you grow multiple organs. And so that was, I mean, this is a, like, you got to know, I'm just sitting back looking at the technology of 
what is Homeline doing? Why are they talking about biostasis? And then I come in and then it's talking about the SHAP, uh, protein chaperones and all the stuff that's in the backs and when what their deployment schedule is. And I go, oh, <laughs> so anyway, um, it's at the deepest levels. Um, and just for the audience to realize that the government's position is that we were seeded um, either by ETs or genetic life on a meteorite, and then we evolved into what we are now. That is not the truth. That is not the biblical view. And But that's what the government believes, and that's how they're proceeding. That's how they rationalize this evolutionary experiment. Yeah, there's such a resurgence, I've noticed, of Anunnaki stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, Anunnaki have been, and especially in the, I, I would say, in the seeker movement, the truth movement, that's not Christian, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, why UFOs? Why off-planet stuff? Why this? And it, it, the Anunnaki have made this massive resurgence. And, you know, we were created to be a slave race and Maldek and, you know, Planet X stuff and all. Like, um, of course, I believe that those are a bunch of lies. And... <laughs> I think you share that opinion, but it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Right. So, so if we're going to direct evolution, we need a, a philosophical framework to justify it. Wow. Well, this has certainly been a very fun conversation, Celeste. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up in, in this particular? I don't, I don't know. We can, we've got a few more minutes. We could go wherever you want. Well, well, since you asked, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go in a in a, another direction. Okay, 2045 agenda 2045, right? So 2045 agenda was something that came. I think it was backed by a Russian guy, and they wanted to basically achieve post-human, the post-human mm -hmm. by 2045. Mm -hmm. um from your research uh do you see everything coming together for that or are you in my camp where you think they already got it and they just put that out there to uh give the public something to worry about something to worry about they they want it all wrapped up uh by 2025 and the military knows that that's what they say in military conferences so <clears throat> and they're going at breakneck speed and one, one thing that I did learn at FEMA that might be of interest to the viewers is that, okay, 3% of people will hold on to their ideology. So everybody in the, that's a biblical student goes, well, how big is that remnant? And so, you know, people, you know, jostle different numbers, like how big is the remnant? And I think people used to believe it was much bigger, but now we can see that there's people falling away, falling away. 7% of people will do something once or twice. They might write their congressman, they might go on, you know, to church twice a year, something. Um, part participate in a protest, something, boycott something. But this is the startling one. 90% of people will do nothing if it even if it means their death and the death of their loved one. So when they roll this agenda out, this post-human thing um, in full force, 
they knew that 97% of the population would capitulate right off the bat. They knew that 3% would not compromise no matter what. And that's why they're trying the Athena agenda, different routes into us and hoping that they distract us enough with this thing. And this the Ukrainian war, this thing, that thing, that we don't take authority over what's invading us. We'll look at the immigration at the southern border that's just flooding and burgeoning, but we don't spend the time to clean our own house. And quite frankly, we need to be cleaning our own house very regularly, just in case we've picked up something along the way that we can't see or discern. You know, because we are human. One of the um, prayers in that book that you got of mine, prayers that shake heaven and earth, uh, towards the end of it, it's called Freedom from Synthetic Genetics. You know, when I put together that prayer, you know how many people looked at me sideways? I mean, people look at me sideways no matter what. I I had to just accept (laughs) that. Yeah. You know, if I really wanted life to make sense, I should just turn my camera like this and all, all, all be okay. <laughs> if you're like, what the heck? You know, it, synthetic genetics. Like, come on, Dan. Come on, seriously. I promise you, I have seen some of the most extraordinary manifesting deliverances, mm-hmm. shifts, and whole life turning upside down off of that prayer. We actually expanded it. Created a follow-up in the advanced prayers book called um, "Freedom from Synthetic Kingdoms," and 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 we're going after the electrical kingdom, the holographic kingdom, the, you know, uh, the all, all all of these different technologies. Um, in, in in addition, obviously, to the way that they affect the genetics in the individual, and praying into that, mm-hmm. it is undeniable. Yes. That number one, this is a real problem for people that wouldn't expect it. You know, some people think, oh, you know, and this is the shocker that a lot of people went into, like with my books, which is why I'm so interested in this conversation and getting the whole picture. Oh, you know, you wrote these prayers for the special individuals that were targeted individuals and part of government projects from their youth and were engineered in test tubes. We'll accept that that is a small percentage of the population that may need your prayers, but everybody else over here, like we're going to we're going to just stay safe. And, and and what I realized is so many of the people over here are getting massively huge breakthroughs and deliverances with the prayer stuff that we've put together, um, which is why, you know, now those prayer books, like, they, they really are selling, like being shared all over the, thank God. But it's like, how did, how did individuals that have no exposure to like a government project per se end up needing deliverance from synthetic genetics anyway i mean it's just these questions began to hang over my head like because i was journeying this for years i didn't have any research i I, and and i'm and then people ask me like okay dan make this make sense I don't know, like the fruit, if you want to know the root, look at the fruit, right? It's so God's delivering you clearly. That should be enough evidence. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they put synthetic genetics in your grandma. But the cool thing is, 
in this conversation, we're kind of talking about it. Like there really is a very practical and real aspect to this. It's not like we can boil it all down and just say, oh, it's all astral plane, spirit world stuff that's weird. It's like, no, there's very natural in the physical world, very real agendas to achieve this that have been happening for a long time. I, I, I guess I'll just uh, end with this. Um, from a from a synthetic biology uh, terraforming agenda perspective for, okay, how we want to change people, how we want to change the world. What are some of the key years and documents released by organizations like the World Health Organization, the United States government, um, other policymaking groups that have helped to achieve the world we're now in? I think the pivotal one that everybody should watch, and it's a very interesting document because it's so it's the NASA Strategic Warfare 2025 document. And it's a hundred, the real one has 113 pages, but it's a living document. And a lot of people don't know that. It's been around for about 25 years. But the problem is, is so some slides are static in it. But as they are approaching an operation, they insert new slides and take others out. And when something goes operational, it, the slides disappear on that particular operation. So you kind of have to watch it and you have to bookmark it and periodically look at it. Like I have to go to DARPA all the time just to see what they're up to, because this will actually let you know. So if you see new slides cropping up on it, you're familiar with what you saw the last time, there's new slides, that means they're coming into an operation. Then as soon as it goes operational, like cornucopia actually, but that's not in, it's not in the NASA strategic warfare, but it went operational on February 2nd of this year. That's why the trains are derailing, the food processing plants are blowing up, your shelves are empty because it has gone operational. The end of it, they are going to keep up destroying all of agriculture. They're not going to give the farmers their fertilizer. They're going to poison all the lands with their toxic chemicals so that they can't grow. And then you're talking about terraforming. I have to get this in. So I so Asilomar was three parts. The one part was the ge, ge, uh, genetically modifying all life on Earth. The second one was the geoengineering component, but still didn't make sense. I saw a lot of documentation that didn't click, click, click. And then the last one was the AI management of the whole planet. Those are the trilogy of the three core. So what I found out, so my producer last year said, yeah, because of the drought, all the farmers are being approached to put in these big underground tanks under their farm and they're getting an incentive for it. And so, and then by providence, by the Lord, I, I get a lot of stuff and I can't watch everything and follow everything, but there was this one webinar and it was CRISPR on the farm. And the Lord said, you have to go to this. So it was a lady in Europe and a lady or a guy in America. And they gave me the final piece of the puzzle. So, you know, you got the terraforming in the clouds and whatever they're doing, weather, weather warfare. And then that you have this, uh, it always showed the G GMO synthetic plants. 
And then it showed roots going down, and but it just didn't make sense. In that webinar, so you can look it up. I think you might be able to listen to it yourself, CRISPR on the farm. Um, they said that what the plants are being, their function is changing from food. They're no longer plants. They're going to be taking our atmosphere. They're taking oxygen, CO2, nitrogen out of our air, stripping us along with the geoengineering. And they're taking it and they're, they're making the plant roots grow exceedingly deep to go to these tanks and they're filling the tanks under the earth. Um, why is it for the military? Is it so, is it um, because many people are prepped and it, but the one thing that you can't prep is oxygen. And if they strip all the air off of our planet's surface and make us like the moon, what good do your preps do? You know, so I don't, do I think it'll get that far? No, I believe that the word of God, there's going to be a remnant. I, the Lord says um, that if he did not cut short the days, except for the sake of the elect, there would be no flesh left alive. And that's what we're looking at right now. So that's a little bit about the terraforming and, and they're one of the end goals of and then they want to take and turn us into a neutron star they're between the cosmic rays coming in with our barriers being down and CERN strangelets there's something called strangelets they're very interesting they go straight to the core of the earth and our core can only accept so many strangelets and then it goes kaboom um but yeah, it won't get that far. Now, God, on the other hand, the contamination, just like he had to do the flood to get rid of the contamination in Genesis 6, we may, it, it, well, scripture says there's going to be a new heaven and earth. Do we contaminate? And this is another thought. I love people that can go on deep, deep rabbit trails. So, you know, we look at Adam and Eve and when that, that sin happened, yes, it happened in the garden that happened between the serpent and Eve and, and Adam, right? But they were perfect. They were in the image of God. And just think of sin didn't exist. Now, the serpent was God created a space for a temptation because we have free will. Um, and But just think of the ripples not only outside the garden, but the whole earth, our solar system. And don't write me flattered earthers, please. <laughs> okay. Um, the galaxies, it, it, this sin that this, these two people and a serpent did went all to, throughout creation. It had ripples of effects that we will never know. And so it's going to take a new heaven and a new earth to undo that sin. And so that's what he will do eventually. <laughs> you know, um, this has been a highly, highly informative conversation, Celeste. You, you know, I, I mean, actually, you've answered a couple of questions I've been carrying. So thank you. Thank you for all of the hard work 
that you've done. You know, I think one of the challenges when it comes to this area, whenever you're going into the technology realm of what the enemy's camp is doing, you do have to sort through some higher level documents. What I mean by higher mm -hmm. level is they're not written at a fifth grade level, which is like where the average American reads. Like you have to be able to read at that 11th, 12th grade level, have a vocabulary that goes beyond the the, the norm and, and, and process thoughts and ideas that do require some education. And uh, for that reason, a lot of people find it's a little bit discouraging to do their own research. It's much easier to process it after someone else has already chomped through the tough and, and you've really done that well. Um, and, and, and friends, if you want to check out more of what Celeste has done, you can visit her at celestialreport.com. And, and she has all kinds of things going on and, and, and years and years of research into different areas of, of, of this world. And um, I don't think this will be the last time I have you as a guest on this podcast, Celeste. This was, this was very good. But um, thank you. Thank you for your time and friends. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at dandevall.com where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast.